0: Welcome to untitled van life project the podcast this is a part of our van life series it's actually episode number 35 when it comes to just the van life series
1: van which... life story series is that what you mean yes it's the same thing
0: yes it's the same thing that's what i i say van life series you say van you say van life stories so it's the same thing but who are we i'm amy and sitting next to me is say your name please
1: i'm caleb C A L E B.
0: Can you use it in a sentence, please?
1: Uh, Can I have the origin, country of origin for it, please? (laughs) Um, And uh, we're married and living in a van, (laughs) living in the converted Sprinter van that we did not build out ourselves. And uh, make sure you include that part that we did not build out ourselves. Well, you know, people just when they see it, they they like think it's really cool and they're like, you know giving us all these compliments and i'm like it is really cool it's really cool that we live in here but we just kind of moved in as we would have an apartment i have not we've we've like taken some things down modified it a little bit but in terms of like making additions or even like (laughs) repairing some of the (laughs) things that have broken we have not done any of that so
0: we're pretty like laid back like i feel like we just When things break, unless it's something that, like, has to be fixed, if it's something you can live with, we kind of just adjust and live with it for a while.
1: Yeah. Did you think you knew that about us before getting in the van? Yes. Like, is that something that we were prone to already? (laughs) Yes. What were some some, uh, examples of this? The
0: biggest one that stands out to me is, so, the house that we lived in before we moved into the van. It was this cute little house in Denver, Colorado. And so, we were renting. We didn't own it. And we had a fenced in backyard and one of the sides of our fences it was like our fence and our neighbor's fence because they had a fence as well
1: this is a good example and
0: yeah (laughs) and the fence was old um and eventually some of the, like, posts on the fence just started, like, falling off. I think the nails rusted. I don't know. It just, it got old.
1: You know, I'm not a fence expert, <laughs> and so this might seem a little pretentious, but it wasn't the best built fence to begin with. By the time we moved in, it was already, like, rickety, and it would, like, wave back and forth yeah. in the winds. Yeah. And, like, you could tell that some of the boards were already kind of loose, and that was when we moved in. Yeah. So, three years later, Yeah. when we're still in it.
0: Two and a half, but Yeah. So eventually, Two and a half. <laughs> eventually, a few of the boards just like fell off. And um, I mean, it wasn't really that big of a deal, but like, like, our dogs would just, like, go... Could, they could go over into the neighbor's yard, and if you know Jet, like... in the neighbor's yard was <laughs>
1: who, who here knows Jet? <laughs> Everyone raise your hand if you're listening. Have you met Jet? Jetson <laughs> and Anders, the corgi mix that Onders. lives... Anders. Anders. Please pronounce it correctly. Uh, the 10-year-old corgi mix, might I add. He's very gray, he's very grumpy, and he's very cute.
0: And I love him. It's like, I could start crying right now. It's been a good day for Sally, but, um... Yes, Anyways, it wasn't a big deal because our neighbor's yard was fenced as well. So even if our dogs did go over there, like there was no worry that they were going to get out. Um, but, you know, just having privacy and stuff. <clears throat> and, oh yeah, I was going to say, if you know Jet, he had been known to, he would go over into the neighbor's yard and he would not come back. And this like hole in the fence from the boards falling down was a little too small for, no, it was too small for me to fit through. So I couldn't crawl and go over and get him. I was just trying to coax him back over <laughs> With his ball, with chips. And if you know Jet, you know and you understand when I say that he would literally just look at me and, like, not like walk even further into the yard. Like, that's just who he is. He or just, like,
1: sit down and stare at you, being like, nah, you gotta come get me.
0: Yes, defies what we want. That's just part of his personality. He, he is very smart, and I do think he always knows what we want him to do. But he's just like, I don't want to do that, so I'm not gonna do that. He's not the type of dog that wants to please you. So, long story short, those boards in our fence...
1: Long story longer.
0: Long story long, they did need to be... We really delayed, like, you know, getting them fixed or, like, getting them repaired. And so, just to make it, you know, our lives a little more livable and not have to worry about Jet just deciding to be stuck in the neighbor's yard, we would just pull our big trash and recycle bin in front of that hole in the fence so that they couldn't get through (laughs) And it we're,
1: I mean, come on. Clever solution there. Like, our trash and recycle were already in our backyard, unless oh. we had to wheel them out to the street. Mm-hmm. So, why not just put them in the backyard? Uh, they were up against another fence. Why not put them up against that fence where...
0: There's a hole. There's a hole. So, <laughs> not. you know. So, yes. I did know this about us, that we just... Unless it's something Yeah, that, like, that whatever it is can't function unless it's fixed... We will probably just, like, do a quick little hack and move on.
1: <laughs> yes, until that hack doesn't work. I mean, to be fair, there were several times I went out with a hammer and nails uh-huh. to try and, too. like, nail, the like, mm-hmm. the board that had fallen back in. Mm-hmm. But the whole stretch of the fence, say, 50 mm-hmm. feet, every time you started nailing one board, like, the whole fence would shake and other boards would fall <laughs> down. It was, like, the whole fence needed to be replaced. Yeah. And since we were renting the spot, like... I'm not going to take that task on myself. Oh, no. <laughs> like, especially if it wasn't causing a bother between us or the neighbors. And yeah. it actually worked out because by the end, like, uh, our neighbor's dog would come over into our yard uh-huh. and play with our dog. So it was like a little dog park. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so it was cool. But all that to say is we are able to live with some things.
0: <laughs> yes. Which I think, I don't, I mean, I think that made us, I think that's a, like something that helped us in transitioning into van life. Oh, definitely. You know, just being I'm... able to like live with inconveniences
1: Yes. Is yeah. that what it it's called? What? Live with inconveniences? I don't know. I don't
0: know, I just I just said that Where did
1: they I think back in the day there used to be no conveniences. Everyone was living inconveniently. Like in the Stone oh. Age. And then we slowly made conveniences.
0: But, like, do you think the people in the Stone Age would have said, I'm living really inconvenient? Like, this is so inconvenient. No, because
1: they had no other title of conveniency. Like, like, now now another uh, thing about our house in Denver before we moved into the van. This is all about our life in Denver. We're going to get to us being South Dakota residents eventually. But um, (laughs) when we moved into our house in Denver, we didn't have a dishwasher. Yeah. Which, see... Like back in the day, when uh-huh. dishwashers were invented, that would have not been an inconvenience because uh-huh. we had running water. But since we have seen the light of having a dishwasher and didn't have one, we felt inconvenienced. Yes. And now we don't have a dishwasher or running water. So we've taken <laughs> a further step back from our house in Nashville that had a dishwasher and running water. We've gone three layers backwards. Yes. And so, yeah, you got to kind of live with that step. You got to be, take what you think is a convenience now and go back a few layers and that's fan life. <laughs>
0: but you can make yourself have conveniences if you want. For example, we like being able to like we we like being able to play on the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, and you and I like to be able to like play together. And yes, we could do that on the tiny Switch screen, but that's inconvenient because we can't really see as well cuz we're splitting the screen. Well, so, so that's where we're
1: like we're hardcore you know, hardcore gamers. So, so we
0: made our life convenient, and we have a projector screen. We bought a projector, so now we can project it, so that it's easier for us to play each other and see the whole screen. So
1: would you would you say the whole process of us setting up the Switch to be plugged into a projector that's hooked up to our portable battery uh-huh. that we've charged uh, during the sun with our solar panels, uh-huh. by pulling out our slide out table so that we can't access the bed easily, is that a convenience?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> answer there it is all right
0: i think the moral of this whole conversation is that when you move into a van or a tiny space or you or maybe you just downsize you move from a big house to a smaller house you kind of just have to pick what conveniences you want to take with you and which ones you're willing to let go of
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i think that's the moral of this whole conversation
1: yeah. So would you say like the switch is a convenience? Having a access to video games as a form of entertainment is the convenience? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what Trim. I would say is the convenience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's some other conveniences do you think we have?
0: Hmm. That's a great question. I mean, I guess you could say the heater.
1: The heater? You don't that,
0: have you don't have to have a heater, but I would be very inconvenient. We could be
1: just trying to have like a wood. I mean, we've seen vehicles with mm-hmm. wood burning stoves. It's not typically only a wood burning stove. It's mm-hmm. like an addition. They'll have a heater and then also a wood burning stove for aesthetic purposes as well as heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, cute. Yeah, but yeah, well, I guess we could only be having a fire. Burning firewood, unless yeah. there's a fire ban to stay warm. But that's another thing where we also still just try and travel to areas and live in spots where the weather is nice.
0: Ooh, I know another one the toilet. The toilet,
1: but we, I mean, we go through spans where we don't use it a whole lot.
0: No, it's convenient as hell. Like when when you (laughs) use it, it's convenient because when we're using it, it's the middle of the night and it's cold outside or it's like raining outside. And that is just, it's so convenient to have that option in those circumstances. True.
1: Also, like I've used it in plenty of just parking lots Mm -hmm. or something where we've driven a few hours and like haven't had the opportunity to pee. And we Mm -hmm. stop somewhere and it's like, I got to pee so bad. And so just pee in our... Just mm-hmm. lift up our little seat that I'm sitting on right now. I'm yeah. sitting I'm sitting on our toilet currently recording this podcast. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, there's a convenient. The fridge is convenient. I mean, so do you know. think
1: there's a point in the world where conveniences become inconvenient to the cause of humanity? Like nowadays, uh, I think it's shoot. I forgot the comedian's name, but mm-hmm. um, he has that special on Netflix in Denver. It'll come to me randomly. Kuzik, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. But he talks about how nowadays, like, you know, they have the beds that will just sit up for you. Like, you can just press a button and it sits (laughs) up to watch the TV. And now with Amazon, you can literally order anything in the world. From food, uh, like, food prepared food. Like, from Uh, restaurants to groceries to any other item you could want in the world. Delivered right to your doorstep. Maybe within the next two hours. Yeah. For sure within the next... 2 weeks to a month. So oh, like well, it's it's yeah. to where like humans never have to leave their bed. Huh. Uh-huh. If they want to sit up, stand up, get anything they need.
0: And if they have a catheter, I guess they could use the restroom in the bed too, right? Yeah.
1: Or if they have they could just yeah, dig a little hole through their mattress and put one of these vault toilets down there uh-huh, and just poop uh-huh. through the hole. But like is that you think that's benefiting our society our culture? Uh-huh getting this convenient at what point is it like okay this is getting ridiculous
0: i think it's a give and take i mean i think sometimes yes it's very like the convenience is just that it's just convenient like i don't mm-hmm. get inconveniences or anything but then yeah i think there is the extreme that you were just saying of like you literally could never leave your bed and like be able to live and survive and that seems extreme that seems inconvenient in a lot of ways a lot of other ways um yeah I feel like the convenience is we have chosen to like in the van bring some sort of comfort. So like the heater brings obviously warmth. Like that is a comfort that is.
1: And safety. I mean, well, I mean, I don't think we've been in situations where we would like freeze to death. No. And I don't think we'll ever be in a situation in the van where we're going to freeze to death, knock on wood, unless like a bomb tornado, cyclone, snow, what was that called back in Denver? The snow bomb? Unless it gets really cold and, like, snows and we're, like, snowed in, Mm -hmm. then maybe we'll need the heater for, like, life-saving purposes. But as of right now, yeah, it's a little more comfort so that we're not
0: But it's, like, it's helping us meet a basic need of staying warm, like, of survival. Yes. The Switch is helping us meet the basic need of, like, of just comfort, of, like, home comfort. Like, this feels like home. I can play my video games here.
1: So they both fall under the category of a convenience, a heater that may, like... The switch just feels like entertainment, which is, I mean, like humans need that. Yes. But.
0: So it's convenient for my mind. It's convenient (laughs) for my soul. It's convenient for my energy levels, my creativity, everything.
1: Yeah. It's just curious what (laughs) humans now, like what conveniences we feel like we need and what are just like presented to us in our culture and then what we can actually like, what I think one thing in the band life is, yeah, we figured out like, okay, what are our limits on what we can live with yeah I mean I think we when we first moved into that Denver house about the dishwasher like at first I think it was a kind of a big thing it's like oh wow it really sucks not having dishwasher but then you're like oh wait you don't need a dishwasher you just kind of start planning your kitchen (gasps) cooking time period uh, like building building that in where hand washing dishes need to be done every day and then it just becomes a part of your life and I feel like that's translated into the van where it's like when we run out of water yeah we got to drive 25 minutes in the Put it. Pack everything up, pack the whole fam up, pack our side up, you know, pull out our water jugs, wheel them into a store, fill them up on water, wheel them back in, drive all the way back out just so that we can have some clean drinking water. Mm-hmm. That feels like an inconvenience, but now it just, <laughs> like, it sounds inconvenient me saying all of that, but yes. now, like, that's just such a part of our life. Like, it, does, it doesn't feel like an inconvenience to me.
0: It just feels like a part of... The, I mean, yeah, there are some times like, where we'll have to do that and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to move. Like, I wish we could just stay here all day. I don't really want to move and pack everything up and, you know, feel that. I mean, it's, it's like a slight unsettled feeling of like, oh, we have to pack everything up and move. Even though we know where we're going and where we're coming back to, it's still just like there is that slight feeling of like everything is on the move and not like rooted. Um, and there are definitely some days like where we need water where I'll have that feeling like, man, I wish I could just stay. Like, I don't want to put the altar up and like, I don't know. It's like, this is my, it's already so set up. So you feel
1: the inconvenience.
0: I do sometimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's not that bad.
0: It, you're, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> but it's not that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know? you're always like, yeah, we need water. More importantly, that's kind of number yes. one in the van. Water.
0: It's also, it's just, yeah, it's not that bad. Like, yes, I could sit there and like wallow in them and be like, what, this is going to take like, 10 minutes to put everything up and then we leave and then come back and then it will take 10 minutes to everything and clean everything back up and we'll be good to go.
1: Okay. Word. Oh yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Well, you know, what, another, we? well, you uh, know what? what an inconvenience that we were having to deal with back in March was.
1: Yes, I do. It was trying to get our one, uh, emissions test passed mm-hmm. in Santiago Um, So that we could renew our tags so that we wouldn't be having to get pulled over for expired tags uh, at every corner.
0: Yeah. So that was a big inconvenience. So this is kind of entering into us becoming South Dakota residents. So a lot of you I know saw on Instagram that we went to South Dakota and we officially became South Dakota residents. We are no longer... Coloradans. we're South Dakotans.
1: Is that how Is you that consider a... yourself now?
0: <laughs>
1: I don't South know. Dakotians. If you want to South...
0: look legally, yes.
1: I just call myself SDs. S- oh. I'm an SD. Like an SD card. Like an SD card. Why well, <laughs> you're so you're such a photographer? You're such a camera nerd.
0: So we obviously had a lot of people asking, like, what, what? This seems very random. And you know what? It does. And if you, if I, maybe like a year and a half ago, if I had heard that this was something that was going to be on my path was being a South Dakota resident. I would be very confused. So let's talk. Why did we become decide to become South Dakota residents? As you mentioned, it definitely started back in March when we were having to get our tags renewed on our van, which is registered in Colorado, have to pass an admissions test our check-in land had been on for a while and we kind of couldn't really figure out what was going on.
1: We had taken it to like a few different mechanics who couldn't really help us out. So then that left us with the, you know, having to drop it off at the dealership, which if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard plenty of what happens when we have to Funny take stories. the van to a dealership.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm not going to get into that. Yes. But.
0: but obviously we knew we couldn't pass our emissions test with these issues. Um, So that was one piece of it. The other piece of it was we were trying to get back to Denver in March. And if you don't live in Denver or Colorado, it is still snowy in March. Like it is still very like frequently snowy. I would (coughs) say at least once a week it snows in Denver. So it's definitely snowing at least once a week, probably more in the mountains.
1: I mean, for sure in the mountains. And we
0: were coming from the West. So we were like coming from the Moab side So we were having to cross the mountains to get into Denver and it just kept anytime we had a time window in March, there was always snow in the forecast. So obviously we didn't want to like drive the van in snow through the mountains. We also didn't really want to be like in Denver while it's snowy as well. So that was kind of the second piece of it too. That really was prohibiting us from getting into Denver to get our tags renewed pass our emissions test all these things so well that and that was, was gonna be something
1: that was gonna be something like we would have to do yearly oh yeah like you have to re-up your tags every year yeah. and you uh in denver especially for diesel engines you gotta do an emissions test every year yeah. um So, yeah, but also the backtrack. You said about a year and a half ago you wouldn't have known about this. I thought we were pretty aware of this when we first bought the van because we had this talk of whether we wanted to register it in Colorado. uh, But, like, once you kind of start looking into living on the road full time and being a nomad, um, like, I feel like we had a few outlets of this, like, oh, yeah, have you guys heard about the South Dakota residency Mm -hmm. hack? I don't Mm -hmm. know what you call it. But I feel like we are aware of it. But at the time, it's like – it kind of, we, I mean, we had no idea what living in the van would look like. We had no idea what the lifestyle would bring. And so, like, we kind of just went with the easy route of, like, oh, we got the van in January. We can go ahead and get its tags and uh-huh. registered and everything good to go. Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't until that first year when we were trying to come back and do it where it's like, oh, is this going to be the case every single year? And it's very like, inconvenient. very inconvenient. <laughs> it's very inconvenient yes. to try and get the van back into Denver in March to pass an emissions test, e- even if there's not mechanical issues showing there you you never know and then um yeah to get that whole process of being in the snow so we had heard about i i feel like we definitely it was on our minds even then of like doing this and it's come up several times of uh, between us where it's like well what about this year if we went and placed our residency in south dakota Mm -hmm. so why would we go about doing that
0: so south dakota it's a big state that a lot of nomads claim their residency in for a few reasons. Number one, it is insanely easy. We'll get into the details of that in a second. It's
1: insanely, insanely convenient. What would yeah. you say? Convenience. Convenience. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's also, um, in everything that we were just talking about, they do not require emissions tests ever, and you only have to be in person at the DMV when you... Get your license and when you renew your license so all the tag stuff they do and like license plate stuff they do by mail so you only have to be in the state once every five years to either get or renew your driver's license so those are the two reasons a lot of people choose south dakota so i said it's easy what did i mean by that all you have to do to like get your residency in south dakota is you have to stay there one night Just one night. And it can be...
1: You heard that correctly. One night. It
0: can be at a hotel, it can be at a motel, or it can be at a campground. So all you have to do is spend one night in one of those places.
1: We stayed at a Best Western.
0: We stayed at a hotel, yes. And then you go to the DMV, you bring your receipt from the hotel or campground. It has to have both of your names on it, and it also has to have your South Dakota address. And so you're saying, well, where do I get a South Dakota address? Since a lot of nomads do this, there are a few companies that are in South Dakota that will basically give you a personal mailbox address. So it's not a P.O. box. It's like Um, a mail
1: forwarding service, right? Yes,
0: yes. They're a mail forwarding service and they give you a personal mailbox address in South Dakota. They also collect all of your mail for you and they will ship it out to you. You get to pick every month, every week whatever you choose, they will ship all your mail out to you. Um, And so they basically, yeah, they just, they act as your middleman, I guess, between you and the mailman. Um, But they collect all your mail for you, send it to you. And it also gives you a South Dakota personal mailbox number. So we signed up for that. Stayed one night at the Best Western.
1: We signed up for that like a month ago. That is the first
0: thing you're supposed to do. I probably should have said that first. That is the first thing you're supposed to do. Because if you show up to the DMV, just having stayed one night at a hotel but you don't have a Yeah, it's a like South you Dakota you still need an address. And do. somehow
1: these mail forwarding services, you just pay them a yearly uh-huh. fee and they present you with an address <laughs> of a spot that doesn't exist. It does exist. <laughs> it does exist.
0: That's where all your mail goes to. I know,
1: could, I what? know that I know, but it's like not our it's not like our address. Like yeah. we don't own it. It just feels weird. You know, it's not like a bill. I guess it is a spot. Yes. But it's an, it's a shared address, <laughs> but, but you
0: might never go there.
1: We will, we probably will yeah. never go there. Yeah.
0: so so yeah, we showed up to the DMV with all those things. Obviously, you also have to bring you know forms of ID and stuff. You fill out a nomad affidavit form.
1: Um, <laughs> it's literally called a nomad affidavit.
0: That, yes, that's what it's called. And so so I mean, this is it's interesting because like I kind of felt. I was a little nervous about it. I was like, I hope that this all works out. Because, you know, you read about, like, obviously we researched online and read a bunch of things, and it's like, you read about it, but, like, when you're actually doing it, you're like, is this, like, am I doing this right? Like, is this okay? Because it kind of felt like we were, like, sticking it to the man and kind of, like...
1: Yeah, you said you, it reminded you of, like, uh, Walter White in Breaking Bad <laughs> when he, like, erases his identity and goes up and lives in where New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Uh-huh. uh In, like, a cabin, and he, like, has a different license, and, mm-hmm. like, the guy starts him off with a whole new different identity. And, it, yeah, it kind of, I mean, it was, it, it's it just, out there. It's possible to do. It. It's legal. It just, it does feel like a weird kind of little hack where it's, like. A little loophole. Yeah, where yeah. we signed up for this service mail forwarding service who gave us an address uh-huh. so that we could use to go stay one night and then become South Dakota residents even though that was our my first time ever in the state of South Dakota <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we left the next day
0: yeah yeah I mean it is yeah like you said it's totally legal it is just this little loophole and like I said they even they gave us a nomad affidavit like like they know about this like people yes the state knows people are doing this the state like
1: um, wants people to do it. I think that's why it's so easy. Only you only have to stay 1 night
0: and have a South Dakota address which you can get without actually owning property in South Dakota. Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, this it benefits the state as well because obviously they want more people so they can I mean there's get lots of votes. there's lots of benefits to having no more people in your state. Yeah, you get Higher electoral votes. They are
1: like desperate for people. Is that <laughs> why they put four people's face on the mountain? They're just like we just need more people in this empty ass state. Now, if you're from South Dakota, I'm sure South Dakota is cool. Uh, we yeah.
0: were in, we were. I mean, the Badlands look really cool. Would love to go there. We did not stop by there, but um, basically, it's going to convenience us a lot more in van life because yes, now we don't have to worry about our licenses or our. Our driver's license or our license plates and our tags for five years. We don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about any of that. We don't have to worry about passing emissions tests. We have a place now um, that will collect all of our mail and forward it to us wherever we need, whenever we need.
1: So, like, where would they be forwarding it to us? Whatever we put.
0: Yes. Whatever information we give
1: them. So like it could be anyone's house or Mm -hmm. it could be a post office. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in the past, before this, we had just been using our gracious friend's house Mm -hmm. in Denver as Mm -hmm. like our quote unquote residential address, Mm -hmm. Um, even though we ourselves did not own any residential address. So Mm -hmm. yeah, now that we actually have an address that is all of our own in South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a house there. Yes. We we won't go live (laughs) there, but we do have an address. Yeah.
0: So I'm excited. It's definitely going to be just very beneficial, very convenient for us, and yeah, that's why we decided to become a South more than residence. like it does
1: have some convenience, but I think more it's just erase the inconvenience of now. I mean, I still remember it feels fresh on my mind as the podcast like at the end of March or even like the beginning of April when mm-hmm. we just talked about how crazy March was uh-huh. because we were in Moab and just trying to find a window of opportunity based on weather, based on our schedule to try and make it to Denver to do all this process. And now that feels like it's just been I erased. Mean, the whole
0: month of March, basically all we were trying to do was figure out what was wrong with the van, get it fixed so that we could pass this emissions test, but also to do that, we had to go into Denver. Like, there were lots of puzzle pieces we were trying to get together, and literally we spent the whole month of March trying to do that, and it actually didn't work out. We actually did not, weren't able to get our tags renewed till like, the end of April. Yeah, we
1: were a month late. We did get pulled over for it, but, (laughs) uh, you know, you have, like, a month grace period.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so... All that's going to be gone. We're not going to have to worry about that anymore, which will be nice because no. there's already a lot of things to worry about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that, that is one. So it's like, you can go sign up to be a South Dakota resident. Uh, Like, I mean, yeah, people were like, you're what you're moving to South Dakota. I'm like, no, I signed up to be a resident there so that I don't have to go back. It's <laughs> kind of the trick. It's like you become a resident. So but we that,
0: intend to go back, right?
1: Yes. We mm-hmm. tend to go back anytime mm-hmm. we have downtime. Yeah. Uh I legally need to say we have to go back. <laughs> I'm shooting.
0: Um so mm-hmm. do you call yourself a South Dakota resident now? Like if people ask where you're from, are you gonna be like, I'm from South Dakota?
1: Well, we still have our Colorado tags on our van as of now. Mm-hmm. We're recording this podcast too fresh to have gotten our new plates in the mail. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um I think I'm still gonna say Colorado and when people are like well why do you have a South Dakota tag or why do you have a South Dakota license say if we're at a bar mm-hmm. and someone's checking it, and then oh that's I feel cute. like
0: you think you're gonna get ID'd
1: <laughs> hey I've with them when I'm with you who knows you know they just ID me for the pity of it yes but um you know and then there's like a little story behind it and then we can it's like a gateway into being like oh so well we're kind of full-time nomads yeah. uh and this is why that came to be and but then we've also met people who like, if we see they're from South, or they have South Dakota tags, we kind of know who yeah. they are and what they are um, and what they're doing. We yeah. were like, you guys don't live in South Dakota. Yeah. That's silly. So that's the thing.
0: If you see someone in a van, an RV, a camper, an Airstream, whatever, and they have South Dakota tags, they probably are not from South probably. Dakota. Probably. Which I say probably because actually... Did you say probably? A, I think I did. Yeah. Probably. A couple weeks ago, we parked next to this guy who was in a van and he had South Dakota tags. And I was like, oh, look, he did. Like, I kind of, I even, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a sign. Like, I kind of was like, oh. because we were
1: about to go to South Dakota.
0: Yeah. I was like, it's a sign. We're doing the right thing. And I was like, this guy's got the South Dakota tags. He's definitely a full time nomad. Like, I want to hear a story. And, like, just logistically, I wanted to hear how the South Dakota thing went just to make sure that we had all the things we needed. And I asked him, I was just like, so where are you from? And he was like, oh, I'm from South Dakota. And I was like, Really? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so, okay.
1: So, <laughs> probably shot down. But, so, uh, there, majority might, be, of there people,
0: might be some nomads who are actually from South Dakota, but...
1: I mean, there's probably nomads who are actually from every state, <laughs> but our tags are going to say South Dakota, but actually, you know, this kind of, it, it feels a little more freeing. Like, when we've lived in Denver, um, and we've talked about this, when people would ask where we're from, we, like, never knew how to answer. Well, yeah. we're from Nashville, and we uh-huh. spent... The vast majority of our life growing up in Nashville, a which feels time. weird. Uh, we've only been in Colorado for like less than half a decade, yes. uh, and then we've only been in the van for even like shorter period than that. Mm-hmm. So, but now that we're in South Dakota, I feel a little more freedom to when I feel like we're gonna get the question even more now, mm-hmm. of either like, oh, you guys are from South Dakota, and I can be like, nope, mm-hmm. we're from Colorado, mm-hmm. and because now that feels like we chose to go live in Colorado. And now we chose to go like make our tags this one thing. So the distinguishment is now like, no, I consider myself from Colorado. Yeah. When we moved to Colorado, I didn't know how to distinguish like, if I was from Nashville or if, it was fr- or if I was from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Now I feel very much from Colorado. Like the person I am now, from Colorado.
0: Mm. That's cool. That's cool. It definitely brought up an interesting thing for me. And I talked with you about this. Um, I got kind of emotional about the whole process.
1: You were emotional for a lot of the process and this is so uh we had to sign up for this dmv appointment yeah. like a month in advance yes. because i mean you know how dmvs work but the south dakota dmv was like very behind yeah. Yeah. so uh we were actually looking into it on the end of our long road trip we we we're, were coming back from our July. from jackson hole wyoming mm-hmm. we were going to plan on going to south dakota but we cannot get an appointment um To guarantee that we could get this process done, we could like yes, yes, we could have Mm -hmm. just gone ahead and drove over there and tried to show up. But I mean, South Dakota is we haven't passed through South Dakota yet in our Mm -hmm. travels, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a spot we're just gonna be conveniently driving through and can do it anytime. So we kind of had to book this week out of like, oh, this is the week we're going to South Dakota. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I feel like since that time, you've had moments of where like I can't believe we're gonna like not be from Colorado anymore. (laughs)
0: Well, like, I mean, like you were saying, I know internally and like in my, in myself, like this doesn't change anything about us being from Colorado. This is just an external thing that it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't change much really, but I really just like realized, so I have, I think I would say the same about you too. I've never been a person who has a lot of like state or national pride. Like I've never been one to just be like, never.
1: So proud of, like,
0: this is where I'm from, this is where I'm from, and this is a part of me. Like, I haven't found my identity in that, I guess. Um, But this really made me realize, like, I kind of, a little bit of my identity was found in, like, living in Colorado or being from Colorado, which kind of surprised me a little bit. (laughs) And I think that's why I was emotional, because... If I looked at it, like, if I tried to think about it logistically and looking at it on paper, it was like, I'm not going to be from Colorado anymore. That just doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't feel like me. You're very
1: very someone who needs it on paper to kind of reaffirm (laughs) it for you.
0: (laughs) But when I took, like, the logistics out of it and just kind of felt into feeling, you know, it's like, no, like, that, A, it doesn't matter. And then also, B, like... It doesn't affect anything about who you are at all. <laughs>
1: yeah. See, I feel like it's it's doing the opposite. I'm almost like more empowered to say I'm from Colorado. Mm. Like especially when we're parked in Colorado, yeah. like probably here's that word again. Mm-hmm. Probably the majority of people around us also have Colorado tags, yeah. and so like the conversations just don't come up of like where you're from, even though that does happen a lot in Colorado. Yeah. Because people because people are from all over Colorado. Mm-hmm. There's like. 30 good spots to live in Colorado. True. Um, but now I feel like that we have South Dakota tags, people will be like, where are you guys from? I'm we'll be like, Colorado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It feels a little more empowered because, like, we've chosen to do this process for the convenience of the life on the road. But, like, I get, you get to, like, choose your identity. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. You know, just because, yeah.
1: one, because my license, yes. even though it's my favorite license picture I've ever taken, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a whole... You know, it wasn't a huge bar to jump over, but, uh, <laughs> even though my license says South Dakota, like it, it has no, I, it has no hold I on am you. creating my, who I am. Yeah. No, you know, that's I have no hold on me.
0: In my heart of hearts. I know that, but there was this little part of me that, fe- I don't know. There was some part that was really caught up in logistics and felt like it was having to let go of like my the Colorado. outside heart,
1: the heart outside of the heart.
0: Yeah. That the one. heart container, mm-hmm.
1: but not the heart, the heart in the heart.
0: Yeah. Not the cave in my heart. Yeah.
1: The cave in the heart. yes um
0: so that wasn't i wasn't expecting that I really wasn't at all
1: well yeah you know, it happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing with life on the road i feel like i mean in i mean life in general too you're just constantly like you're constantly learning about yourself you're constantly like letting go of things or i don't know it's just that's that feels very cyclical in you're constantly life, like you know? i mean
1: yeah yeah I, yeah that's it the process of like Life, death, rebirth, mm-hmm. recycled, like that, uh, you're like always creating yourself in the same way, adding was, new stuff to yeah. your letting go of other stuff, let More it die strengthening. or we're strengthening and then like maybe repurposing something from the past mm-hmm. of who you used to be or yeah. where you used to be from always creating yourself in every moment. Yeah. in was, that cycle.
0: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I think so, I was
0: surprised that switching a residency is what brought that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that surprised me.
1: <laughs> yes, I do feel like it's gonna bring up a lot of uh, conversations. Um, cool. I was kind of surprised though. I mean, I guess we had never heard about it until we started looking into mm-hmm. living in the van, but.
0: Wow, it just got really windy.
1: Yeah, big old gust coming through.
0: Make sure Jet doesn't blow away.
1: Nah, he's good. He's <laughs> good. So, yeah, this feels almost even more freeing. It's not like we can go anywhere. Now that we're South Dakota res- residents, mm-hmm. we can travel anywhere. At least with our Colorado, we would at least know where we'd have to be in March. We'd at least yeah. have to be making a trip to Colorado back in March. Yeah. Now, babe, we can go off grid in Alaska for five years. Don't have to hear from anyone.
0: Whoa. Should we
1: do it? <laughs> Vote yes or no now. On on your phone. <laughs> a poll will pop tell up. Siri. Tell yeah, Siri. tell Siri. And she'll tell us. Yes. Uh... <laughs>
0: But yeah, that's why we became South Dakota residents.
1: It feels it definitely feels like another like now it does feel like we live full time on the red too. Yeah. Like with our connections to Denver with our tags and emissions testing uh. to be done there, I felt like we were still just holding on to a thread of like, Oh yeah, this was our this was our old life and we can still kinda access it and like See, we, need, we need to go back to it.
0: That's what I was letting go of. <laughs> like that connection to Denver. To that like we yeah, now
1: we're we've cut the umbilical cord to Denver. That's we the are way you ordered That was
0: that's exactly it. It was that connect. Mm-hmm. Like I knew as long as our license and our tags and everything were Colorado and connected. like Denver, then I was connected to Denver. And I don't, I felt sad cutting that cord.
1: And now turn that into an empowerment of like now you can connect yourself to wherever you want. So if you want to be connected to Denver. We can do it. Reconnect to everybody plug it back, in, plug in, it back in. in, baby. Just can you plug back in the umbilical cord? <laughs> I don't know if that's Is that the possible? right it's probably not the right term. But. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. So that that where now it feels like, oh wow, we are like true nomads. Cause yeah, we definitely don't spend the majority of our time residing in south dakota Mm -hmm. um i don't know what the future holds maybe who knows Mm -hmm. i'll spend 50 years there Mm -hmm. but who knows knows? but as of my life 32 years and before this podcast i've only spent about 16 hours in the state (laughs) yeah um though i'm a resident so that it just feels more like okay now we are like the door is open for us to go anywhere to live anywhere to be anything yeah it's it's like we don't have any ties because I'm definitely not tied to South Dakota, (laughs) especially at this point though. Custer was a cute little town. Yeah. I might sometimes when people ask where we're from, I'll be like Custer, South Dakota, (laughs) baby. We're
0: from Sioux Falls.
1: Yes. Sioux Falls. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But we stayed in Custer. Yeah. But South Dakota does seem cool. They have like two or three national parks. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a gray area there. Um, But no, I, I
0: would like, I mean, I wanted to go see the Badlands, um, but it was a little out of our way. Um, I mean, when I say a little, I mean like two hours plus out of our way, but.
1: So instead we're in Wyoming okay. right now. <laughs> well, we're making our way back down to Colorado. We are making our way back down to Colorado where we no longer reside.
0: But it's number one in our hearts, right? It's number one in my heart.
1: Place right of now. residence number one.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Good one. Yes.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, is, is there anything else detail wise to tell about South Dakota residency?
0: I don't think so. I mean, if you if you are a nomad and you're listening to this and you really want like more details and like more one-on-one conversation, definitely reach out. We can we can help you out. Um,
1: I mean, we it. just found a few blogs on it, right? I mean, you did I will give you all the credit. You did majority of the research and getting the paperwork <laughs> uh, ready, but I did all of the driving to get there. You did you did. <laughs> but
0: I so, always balance. I always try to offer I always offer to drive and you turn me down, so
1: I always offer to do all the paperwork when no, you, and you me down. I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But there's, there's a lot of good resources that will take you basically by the hand and lead you step yeah. by step into, like, completing this process. Yeah. Um, I think
0: that's one reason, too. We waited, or I know why I waited. Like, I think sometimes it just can be daunting to think, like, oh, man, to switch my residency. Like, that just... Well,
1: going to the DMV is daunting. Yes.
0: Going to the DMV, like, all those things just sound... Um, getting, passing an admissions test, getting your tags renewed. All of it just sounds daunting. Um, and I think that's why I procrastinate, like why we didn't do it immediately.
1: But also we're like now here sitting in September, we're like ahead of the game. Like we wouldn't have to get our tags renewed until oh, March. And now yeah. it's like, we've already like done all this stuff. Yeah, so like props true. to us, babe. Like yeah. we are months ahead of this.
0: <laughs> when are we ever months ahead of anything?
1: <laughs> I have no idea, but this is, this is one thing. I'm but holding I will on say, to
0: it. It's not as daunting as... As it sounds, yes, there's lots of resources on the interwebs that do help guide you. You've got us as a resource because we literally just lived it and went through it, so,
1: yeah. And just did it, yeah. It's and not as uh, daunting as it sounds. All took care of it within, like, a day or a night's time. Yeah. You have to have to stay one night. How
0: so. was, well, I mean, so we stayed in hotel for a night. How was that?
1: Well, I mean we were debating getting a campground mm-hmm. or a hotel, which were the two options. We did uh, I mean we tossed around we're like, is it possible to do an Airbnb? But That
0: we, I don't know. I, I do not yes, know.
1: That would be if weird. An you do need would some work. specific things yes. of like like our names on the receipt. Both of our names on the specifically receipt. like where we stayed in South Dakota mm-hmm. and it's like a place of Like, they know we stayed there, Mm -hmm. you know, like a hotel. No one's just going to pay for a hotel room and don't don't stay there. But, like.
0: Even though you joked that you would go sleep in the van the night that we were in the hotel. Do you remember that? Uh,
1: I don't think you remember that. (laughs) We
0: were up in the hotel room and you said, like, you missed the van or something. And I was like, well, you can go sleep in it in the parking lot and I'll just stay in here.
1: Yeah. I should have done that. (laughs) But you didn't. Should have really hack the system and be like I still stayed in the band.
0: But that hotel stay was really nice. It was super quick. Like literally, we were just kind of in and out. But it just, I mean, we had to take a bath and lay in a big, comfy bed, and it was good.
1: Yeah, I was, mean, our
0: bed's comfy, but it's not big. We
1: were like, I mean, if we if we're gonna force to stay somewhere, why not like pay a little bit more and like get uh, the conveniences that we mm-hmm. don't typically have? Yeah, mm-hmm. we could have stayed in the campgrounds and I had access to like running water. Mm-hmm. Which we don't normally have, even though we wouldn't use it. But it's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, if we're paying for a spot, why not also get a big king size bed and a, a bathtub. bathtub and sure uh, power, sure power, mm-hmm. which was great. I was able to back up a bunch of stuff and well, I guess then, we like gotten... a TV.
0: Oh, yeah, TV. Yeah, we did get to watch a lot of the office too. That was nice.
1: Yeah, we had an office <laughs> marathon. Yeah, watched the office yeah. in a
0: while. Yeah,
1: so yes, all those things were conveniences of going to South Dakota yeah. and becoming residents. But that's the story. We South Dakodians now.
0: <laughs> We're SD cards. That, that's, does, that doesn't catch. I that's don't how like we it. refer to our license <laughs> no.
1: now. I was like, "Do you have your SD card?" Oh, well, right. Yeah. Except it'll be very confusing. Sometimes yes, you'll grab 128 gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you'll grab your license.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's the story. That's the reasoning yeah and
1: it. we'll probably well, maybe you know we should do a follow-up here and who knows next year or a few months and see if it's still like working out as conveniently as we thought it would
0: that's true because if there's something i've learned living in a van things don't always work out as conveniently as you think they're going to
1: no no
0: but knock on wood there's wood everywhere the I yeah <laughs> a lot of wood in the van well thank you so much for listening to this episode i mean i don't think i have anything else to say
1: no but yeah, thanks for listening. I hope all that information was good to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, if you want to go back and listen to older episodes, those are entertaining too. <laughs>
0: We need to start doing that again.
1: What, listening to our yeah. old episodes? Yeah, yeah we, we do. started to. I know. We have a really good series. If you don't want to just like jump into a random part of our lives, we do a series called Untitled Reads, where we've broken down, we kind of do a little book club with some of our favorite books, mm-hmm. most recent, or not favorite, just like interesting. Some of them are favorite. Interesting, thought provoking reads. Thought-provoking reads yeah. Our last one being 1984 by George L. Orwell, which seems pretty relevant to the last few years we've been living in. Um, and then we also do a, a series with our friend back in Nashville. Mr. Q Zick mm-hmm. um, And we kind of just talk about lots of different uh, More light hearted stuff Than yeah. our, our inconveniences Of van life <laughs> And van maintenance um, But talk about stuff from our favorite Some favorite like Shows to favorite video game whatever we're talking music. about a bunch of music um so that's a little more lighthearted fun and casual podcast mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah those are all the options out there
0: oh uh, you forgot about one we haven't done it in a while I campfire chats
1: campfire chats so we
0: do have another series called campfire chats and that's just where we have um, friends on and we I mean we really talk everything talk like you would around a campfire if you're having a chat around a campfire yes, we because... talk about life we talk about travel we talk about growth everything
1: yeah yeah
0: we'll get that back up and running don't you worry
1: we gotta get a, a south dakota residency first is, Check. That, a, is that a good one Ba-dum-choo. all right
0: thanks for listening we love you and we will see you next time
1: peace yes. out bye